Good evening, my brothers and sisters in the faith, and good evening to those in the world that are not of the faith, and the ones who are not of the faith are currently heading to hell, as I will explain. This episode is going to be called Mormons are not Christians. Why? I'm going to explain that, so bear with me. Mormons do not believe in what the Christians of the New Testament, of the real Bible, believe. They teach what Satan teaches them to teach. I've been going through their key fundamental beliefs and how it contradicts the holy scriptures that have been around since time began. Right? They're the scriptures that we take leadership from and guidance from and the spirit. They don't even believe in John 3, 5, which Jesus said himself must happen. You must be born again of water and spirit to enter the kingdom of God. Without this, you cannot have a spirit live inside you. You cannot change and you will not be there at the end. So many so-called denominations that are following God do not believe this. Well, none of them are Christians and none of them are going to heaven. I guarantee it, 100%. Now, I just read something that blew me out of the water. And I mean blew me out of the water. And, and that's why I'm not going to...
This ties in. Luke 16, verse 19 and on. Read it, right? Lazarus went to Abraham's bosom in Sheol in the ground, and the rich man went to hell, and there's a chasm they could see each other. Now, the people that died before that, when Jesus died on the cross, he went down there, took all them, and put them in heaven in the presence of the Father, because his blood cleansed them of their sin. This is what the Mormons don't believe, right? Every single Mormon on this earth, women, children, men, are all going to hell alongside Jehovah's Witnesses. They do not believe in the true living gospel of God. Now, this is what I read. I'm not going to go into detail about all their beliefs because this... The
because their whole system is is a system their doctrines a system of principles which i am going to read some of them but not all of them and it that is the main thing the atonement for sin that what i read at the beginning is the biggest thing that they're going to fall on right they're basically denying what Jesus did was rubbish. It's not good enough. What we do and what we believe, they believe they're going to all be gods at the end, which I'll go into in a minute, that we all become like God and have our own planet. I mean, that in itself says that the ones who created Mormonism were smoking too many drugs. That's my opinion. They were smoking too many drugs because that in itself is from the devil. It's like what Muhammad was taught in the cave from the devil. The Bible says that the devil comes as an angel of light. The angel that came to him in the cave was the devil. Told him a lie. That you'll be a leader of many nations. Yeah, that's a lie. All a lie. A deception. 2 Thessalonians 2 says that God leads people into this delusion because their hearts are not for him. So anyone who believes this rubbish in Mormonism does not believe what Jesus did. They're never going to be there at the end. That's the end of it. They're not going to be there. It's actually just straight from the devil. So I'll go into a few things here. And I won't go into too much detail which contradicts scripture straight away. So... <clears throat> They talk about adhering to a church of law of health, right? Um, that basically caffeine, alcoholic beverages are ruled out, they're forbidden. Where does it say that in Holy Scriptures? Jesus turned water into wine and they all had wine at that party. They went to that feast, right? What God is saying to you as a person, because he values you so much that you have a free will, which they don't believe again. You have a free will, right? As a child... You are born again of water and spirit. Go back a sec. Born of water and spirit. So you're born of water. That means you're baptized in water. When you come up, the Holy Spirit now can enter you. That's what I should have just said just now before I went off. The Holy Spirit can enter you and live inside you. And this point is where you start changing. How do you start changing? You just walk with Jesus. You read your word, you pray, and you just trust in him, and he does the work in you. It's amazing. Trust me, the first year with my Lord, it was just incredible. The visions and dreams I had, it was just incredible. I heard his voice audibly many a time. It's just amazing. These don't believe that, right? Because they worship Satan. They're following Satan. Satan's doctrine. The Mormonism is Satan's doctrine, as it is Jehovah's or Islam. Or, and the thing, the thing is, the sad thing is in Christianity, there's so many false denominations. You wonder why the Muslims kick off the way they do and the Buddhists kick off. Because it's contradictory. Yes, it is. But what I say to people is this. There's the Holy Bible, the New King James Version, I quote 1982 when it was transferred from the old King James, from the old English language to the modern language. Be very careful, guys, because the Mormons say they have the same Bible. No, they don't. They have the new revised King James in their own words. So if you get a Thomas Nelson publisher, new King James version from 1982, it's not a Mormon Bible. The Mormon Bible has been changed and written by Satan. Their job is to confuse people. I mean, the stuff that they believe just blows me out of water. It says here about paying a tithe. That's mandatory. No, it's not mandatory. If you're in a church and you want to pay a tithe, you'll pay a tithe because God has asked you to pay a tithe or you know that church is doing good work. If you know the church is not doing good work, you're not going to pay a tithe, are you? No, you're not. Right. Um, it says ref ref refraining from working on a Sunday. That's law again. That comes under the law of Moses. You don't work on a Sunday, Right. Well, actually, you don't work on the Sabbath, which is actually a Saturday. And we don't, we don't observe the Sunday. We observe the Sabbath on the Saturday. Because Jesus never once said he gave up the Sabbath, did he? No, he didn't. He said, honour it. And then what he's saying is, keep that day special for the Lord. Right? Keep that day special for him. 
But if you can't and you've got to work, then you have to work. That's it. God is not going to condemn you for working. Right? It's all about a relationship with God. Walking with God. I couldn't believe that when I read that. It just blew me straight out the water. And that's what they believe. And that's the main thing. The rest of what they believe is a joke as well. I mean, like, when you read John 3.16, for those who believe, I put... And that's what it says in the scriptures. For those who believe in the Son of God will have eternal life. The Mormons believe that Jesus died for everyone on this earth. No, he didn't. Where does it say that? Jesus died for those who believe. And when they believe, they're saved. If they don't believe, you're not saved. You know, it's absolutely hypocritical what they believe. You know, the book of Messiah in the Mormon book, well, it doesn't exist in the Holy Bible. So they've added a book and God makes a clear warning in Revelations 22 verse 18 19 about those who add and subtract from his word. You add and God will add disease to you. You subtract from his word, he will remove your name out of Lamb's book of life. The book of Messiah does not exist in the New King James, the King James, the NIV, the NSL, um, sorry, the uh, New American Standard. It doesn't exist because it's Mormon created by Satan. Eternal marriage, no, when you die, right, this is another thing, when two people on this earth die, you're on your own before God, you don't stand there holding hands, right, and you don't continue a marriage, marriage comes to an end, Jesus made that very clear, there's no marriage in the heavens. Eternal progression, yes, now, this is interesting, when you die and you go home to be with your Lord, the Lord will assign you to whatever post you are within the kingdom, and you are under him, you're not a god. They believe that they will become a god and in charge of whatever world they're going to rule. Where they get this from? From the devil. It's not from God. It contradicts the whole of creation again. You know, this when you get more involved in it, it contradicts. And to normal people, it wouldn't make any sense anyway. For delusional people that are smoking weed, yeah, wow, I'll be in charge of my own, of my own world. Yeah, well, that's what they believe. Uh, polygamy. Apparently, you can have multiple wives. No, Moses had two wives. One died, he married another, right? He didn't have multiple wives at the same time. That contradicts God's marriage between man and woman in the beginning till now. That contradicts his creation, right? It's, it's, when you get into this, right, it really shows and exposes the wickedness that they believe. Sexual purity, right? Apparently, Muslim, um, I keep saying Muslim, Mormons, I guarantee every Mormon has sexual desires. It's what the devil does to your mind. He'll bring it in, right? You just deny that in the name of Jesus. But to think that you're completely pure of it is wrong. Your flesh is sinful. The book of Romans makes that very clear. You are in sinful flesh. It's fallen. That's why Jesus had to do what he did. Um, I've mentioned about Sabbath observance. Uh, once again, the Sabbath is on a Saturday. And if you can observe that and worship on that day fantastic but if you can't you've got to work your other payments crack on do it on a sunday you can worship the lord any day of the week it doesn't have to be on a specific day that's the problem with the jews before jesus the sabbath was law if you didn't do certain things if you turned a light on a light switch on a sabbath that's working you could be stoned for that it's just bloody stupid it's completely and utterly stupid that's why jesus had to do what he did um, I've mentioned about no alcohol, no tea, no caffeine, um, no addictive su substances. I appreciate that. Sugar in itself is addictive substance. So I could shut them down straight away. I'll say to a Mormon, do you like chocolate? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, that's got caffeine in it. So you're breaking the law, aren't you? You should be put to death now. 
You know, it's ridiculous. It's because it's it's all putting people into... I mean, imagine people that like tea and coffee, right? I love coffee. I prefer decaf because I don't like the caffeine side of it. But when I have tea, that's not decaffeinated, right? What God is saying to you is this. If you keep doing these things, right, and you drink too much and there's gluttony and you, you have like 20 coffees a day, yes, you're going to destroy your health. But two coffees, one in the morning and night, it's not going to do any damage. It comes from a bean. You know, God created the bean, didn't he? God created the tea for us to drink. People have been drinking tea for thousands of years. Black tea especially, which comes from that part of the world. So you can guarantee Jesus drunk tea, right? And wine. You see, you know, when you, um, as an evangelist, this is my job to help you understand, right? This is all from the devil. This is what some parts of Jehovah's believe. You can't drink certain and eat certain things. That is from the devil. That is not from God. Um... Remember, Jesus turned water into wine. The wine wasn't fruit juices. This was an alcoholic beverage, and it says that in the word. Because when the grapes are fermented, it turns to alcohol. Um, fem uh, what's it come here? It says, uh, <clears throat> family members can be brought together beyond death. <clears throat> right, let me get something straight. Mormons believe that you can pray for those who have died outside of Christ. No, you can't. Once they're dead, right, and like the Catholics, they go to purgatory. No, there's no such thing as purgatory. You don't work off your crimes and go to heaven. Once you die, your soul goes to hell. That's it. Game over. You're locked up. Ready for judgment day. And that sounds righteous to me. Not to escape. And imagine the stuff that people have done. They're just going to get away with it. No, you're not. Right? Your family members, yes, you love them. And I love my nan and granddad. Now, lucky for me, you're going to shut me off now when I say this. I've had a vision when I got saved. I saw my nan and grand in heaven. They were Christian right now if for example one of them was not going to be there at the end who am i to make that judgment they are their own individual self they all they are everyone is going to answer for their own sins before god if you're not born again of water and spirit if you're born again of water and spirit and you are a christian cleansed by that blood you don't answer for your sins anymore they've been cleansed you answer for the works in the faith but if you're not a christian you will go before god for judgment the notion that you can pray for that in this life while you're still here and save those who have died is completely a lie from Satan. Listen, the idea that your mother who is unsaved is going to go to hell, listen, if you're born again and you're following God, right, you will see the righteousness in what he does. Because your mother could have, or father or brother or sister could have been purely evil in the things, not to you, but to purely evil to people in the world. So you're, say for example, say you've got a daughter, right, you love your daughter or your son very much, right? And they've never done any harm to you. And in your eyes as a father, son, mother, you've done, they've done great things. But in their own lives, all they've done is lie and gossip about people, slander people, come after people, done evil things to people, children, men, whatever. What do you expect them to get, not to be punished for that? No, they're going to be punished if they don't repent of their sin. If they repent of it and sincerely turn away from it, God will forgive them. If not, they go to hell. That's the end of it. So once again, it's a lie from the devil to bring you in, right? It's a great, honestly, the stuff that they teach, it's just like the Jehovah's. It's just designed to pull you in, right? The family unity within the church. Yes, the Bible teaches this, right? So what they've done is they, they've taken things in the Bible. This is what Mormons and Jehovah's and all of them have done. Taken things in the Bible that the Bible says and then elaborated on it or subtracted from it. And like I said, I mentioned Revelations 22, verse 18 and 19, about those who add and subtract. I've seen people suffer with cancer before adding to the word of God. So be warned.
The church is apparently led by 15 apostles now. It's not 12 anymore. Uh, the church president is one of the apostles and the two underneath him are the other two. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Don't get me wrong. There are people in this world that are apostles, right? An apostle means a man sent via God. Yes, but it's a man who is sent via God, not appointed by a church of people who are sinful. It's like the Pope. He believes he's on the same level as Jesus. I think he's been smoking too much weed personally. Um, in the beginning, all people existed as spirits. I don't remember being I don't remember being created, and I don't remember being there in the beginning. Right? Why are you presuming this? Why are you exaggerating on this? That's a lie from the devil straight away. I wouldn't be worried about that. I'll be focusing on your eternal self inheritance by being born again. And basically, one of the biggest things was that they believe that our salvation from God will prepare us and give us privilege to be like him, God, that we'll be gods like him, ruling our own planet. This stuff is literally just from the devil. Listen, I am a son of the Most High, and when I die, when my flesh dies rather, my soul doesn't. It goes back to be with my Father, as Scripture says, it goes back to be with my Lord. I will be given roles to do in heaven, and then when I come back with Jesus to rule on this earth for a thousand years, I'll be given the role then. I want to come under him. I don't want to be a god. I want to be his son forever and I want to be able to turn to my father all the time, right? I don't want that responsibility, to be honest with you, right? And anyone who thinks like that is seeking money and gain and wealth and progression. That's another thing they teach, right? It's not going to happen. It's a system what they believe and it's from the devil. It's not from God. Everything they believe, I can pull scripture out and contradict them straight away, right? John 3.16, for God, for God died for everybody, so everyone is saved. No, they're not. It says for those who believe. And in the Greek, by the way, the New Testament came from the Greek because Jesus in them days, the main language was Greek. So Jesus taught in the Greek and everyone taught then in Greek. So the New Testament was in Greek. And it says for those who carry on believing. So you've got to believe for the rest of your life because if you don't, you won't make it. You see, remember what Jesus says in Matthew 24, 13. For those who, um, sorry, Matthew 24, 13. Those who endure to the end will be saved. Those who endure to the end. That's a free will act that you stay behind Jesus. You endure all the hardships and persecution and you will make it. And I will be there to save you. You see, scripture doesn't say once saved, always saved. Scripture does not say that you got guaranteed salvation. Where does it say that? You know, you read the book of Luke where it talks about the unforgiven servant. What happened to him? He was finished. He had his salvation. He had his gift taken away from him. It, it, basically, the uh, the master of him got forgave him. But in the end, he, he took all that back. He's finished. Game over. This is what can happen to a Christian if they don't listen and follow God. This notion that no matter what you do, you're going to heaven. That's from the devil. If you love God, you're going to stay behind him. You're going to follow him. Free will act. When Jesus says in scriptures, follow me, follow me, follow me. He's not telling you, is he? He's telling you, sorry, he's not demanding you or commanding you. He's saying to you, follow me. That's a free will act. Follow me. Follow me. Right? You don't have to. You can sit there and do nothing because you've got a free will. That's the biggest act. That's the biggest gift of love from God when you were born. of giving you a free will to choose between right and wrong. So you have a choice, don't you? They don't believe in that. They believe what the, the devil teaches them. The Mormons are children of the devil. And so are Jehovah's Witnesses. And I'll tell you this now, guys. Unless you're born again of water and spirit, as Jesus commands. Jesus is your chief commander. He is God. He's telling you what must be done. And if you don't do it, 
see you later. That's basically what he's saying. That's the end of it. So I really hope for you out there, to you Mormons, you repent of your sin because you're going to hell. I guarantee you are. As a Christian evangelist, I guarantee you Mormons, alongside Jehovah's, Muslims, Buddhists, Hindus, you're going to hell because you don't have an atonement for your sin. You Mormons are actually spitting in Jesus' face after what he did, what God did on the cross. As an atonement for our sin, you're spitting on that and saying it's not good enough. I wouldn't want to be you on Judgment Day. It's serious business. It's just terrible. It really upsets me. My Lord saved me from my sin. The things I did in the world before I was saved, the stuff that I was responsible for doing, really upsets me. And he forgave me for that. You know, I was a complete wretch. There's a famous song about that. You know, God forgiving me and I was a wretch. You know, and I was, I was scum of the earth. And he forgave me because he loves me. And all he wants is my heart. All he wants is me to turn around and say, Father, I need your help, please. And he helps you. He helps you. He listens to you. He wants you to be there. But he doesn't want you to think you're going to become a God. He is a God. He is the Alpha and the Omega. There's none above him. There's none below. There's many below him. But there's none above him. You know? And I just pray for you Mormons out there that you see this, what I've said, and you've been convicted in the heart that you repent of your sin and become born again. Because if you don't, you're going to hell. And for you out there that are lost, don't get pulled into this cult. Because that's what Mormons are, a cult, like a Jehovah's and many other false denominations out there. All you need to remember is the Holy Bible, is read it. The one that's New King James or the King James, the NIV, the um, ESV, right? These Bibles, the, these, these translations have been translated from Greek and Hebrew. The Old Testament was Hebrew, the New Testament was in Greek, and it's all been brought into English. Read it. You want the truth, you're going to find it. And God is going to be with that there. And I will see you at the end. Let me pray. Lord, I pray, Lord, for these people. That Lord, I pray for these Mormons out there, Lord, that they're in a cult. They're following Satan, Lord. And I pray in Jesus' name that you show them the truth. Through what I've said, Lord, from you. Or through your word. I pray that they read your word, Father. And you touch their hearts. They become saved. And I see them at the end, Lord. And I pray for those who are lost in the world. Not to get pulled into this cult of Satan. This lie of works and coming under the law, Lord. I pray in Jesus' name that they feel the freedom that I feel in you, Lord, and follow you, Lord, in Jesus' name, Father. Amen. God bless you all. Bye.